Hi, my name is Levich Elazarev, and you are listening to Young Scholars. This week's Parsha is Vayigash. It says in this week's Parsha that when Yasef met Binyamin, they ran up to each other and they started crying on each other's necks. Yasef was crying for the two Batei Migdash that he saw would later be destroyed in the portion of Binyamin in Yerushalayim. And Binyamin was crying for the Mishkan in Shilai that he saw would get destroyed in Yasef's portion in Eretz Yisrael. The Midrash explains why they were crying on each other's necks specifically. The Midrash translates a, a pasuk that says, Ki migdal David Your neck is like the Tower of David, which is referring to the base Hamigdash. That just like the neck is in the higher point of your body, the base Hamigdash is in the highest point of the world. But when it says the highest point of the world, it doesn't literally mean the highest point, because the base Hamigdash was 35 feet lower than the mountains around it which is just like the neck, that is not really the highest point of the body because the head is right above it. So the Rebbe asks, if there is no point in being in a high point, why did we say it was high? And if there is an advantage to the highest point, why was the base of Ignosh not at the highest point? The answer to this question is that the neck is the point that brings the energy of the head into the body through the esophagus, trachea, and other veins in the neck. So in a way, the neck is more important than the head, because the neck enables the head's purpose to be used. For example, the muscles and the limbs of the body need to move by the head, putting its energy through the neck. This is also explains why the brothers cried on each other's necks, and why they didn't cry on each other's heads. The purpose of Yid is not shown through the head that helps the body live but rather the neck, which the neshama, soul, the life of that goes through. The base of Mingdash is also like the neck. Hashem brings the light into this world through the base of Mingdash. It is not the highest point showing that it is transmitting Hashem's light. So too, in the base of Mingdash of every Yid, He needs to elevate His body with Torah and Mitzvahs so that Hashem's light can go into the world with Him as a vessel. But why were Yasef and Binyamin crying for each other? Why weren't they crying for themselves? It is true that you're supposed to love your fellow Jew as much as you love yourself. But it is like yourself. So clearly, they should be sadder about their destruction in their own portions. Another question we have is, when Yasef and Yaakov met, it says that Yasef cried for the base of Migdash. But, Yaakov didn't cry. The reason why Yaakov didn't fall on Yasef's neck and cry was because even after thinking that Yasef was not alive for so many years, he still did not lose his kavana when saying Shema. Desire says, How could have Yaakov not overcome these emotions, these emotions that he had inside of himself of not seeing Yasef for such a long time? This question of desire can be explained. When someone cries, it, do, it doesn't change what happened. However, when someone cries, it makes them feel better. Like the Pasuk said, Hayisi li lachem, which means, 
My tears were like bread to me. This shows that when a person is ready to correct something, he should go and try to correct it instead of crying and making himself feel better. When someone sees that his friend's base of Mingdash inside of him is destroyed, he is also pained. However, he should try to help his friend rebuild his base of Mingdash. Ways to do this is by telling him what he did wrong, obviously in a nice way, and Davin for him. But his friend's base of Mingdash was destroyed because of his friend and because of his friend's own choices. Therefore, when someone did everything he could to help his friend and his friend's base of Mingdash is still destroyed, he will sit down and cry. On the contrary, if someone's own base of Mingdash was destroyed, he should not cry. Rather, he should try to correct what he did. The only way crying can help is if the tears are tears of teshuva, and that can help to rebuild one's base of Mikdash. If someone cries before he has done all he can, he will think that he can't do any more, and will make his chances of rebuilding his base of Mikdash less. Yosef and Benjamin were crying over each other's portions, but for Yaakov, it was all his portion. Yaakov didn't cry. Instead, he was saying the Shema with a lot of kavana, and through this, he was part of correcting and rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash. Also, if Yosef and Benjamin saw in Nevuah what was going to happen and that it was sealed, then why did they bother to cry? It was decreed and nothing would be able to change it. The reason for this is because even in such a situation where it is already sealed, tears may still help. Like Chazal says that even if a sharp sword is on a person's neck, he should still daven to Hashem to save him. Like with King Chizkiyahu, Yeshayahu Hanavi told him that he would pass away. And Chizkiyahu started davening to Hashem and he was granted another 15 years of life. Chazal says that in every generation that the base of Mikdash is not rebuilt, it is as if that generation destroyed the base of Mikdash. Also, with every person, that if in every person's generation the base of Mikdash is not built, that means that the base of Mikdash inside of him is destroyed. If someone's individual base of Mikdash was built, Mashiach would come and build the actual base of Mikdash. The reason for this is not that we should cry, rather that we should go and try to rebuild our base of Mikdash. This podcast was produced by jpodcast.org for Project Lakote Sikhlis. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Ay 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 da 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 da